We don't want to wait. Yeah, we don't want to wait. <laughs> a- and uh, uh, iZombie Podcast. This is a crossover between our regular iZombie Podcast, which is ending soon, and uh, our binge cast, We Don't Want to Wait, which we actually put to sleep for a couple of months while we were focusing on iZombie. But uh, it didn't quite work out the way I thought it would work out. Yeah, thanks, Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like a mixture. It's like thanks Hulu and thanks America. It, I mean, I had it worked out in my head. We had the start date for Veronica Mars, which was like July. Well, it would have been today, the day we're or tomorrow actually from the day we're recording. Uh, and uh, I worked out the math, looking at the iZombie start date, thinking, okay, thirteen weeks from then. Oh wow, iZombie is actually ending the same a date or maybe the date before. Veronica Mars is starting. But 4th of July pushed the iZombie season ahead one week. And then Kristen Bell pushed the Veronica Mars premiere back one week. (laughs) So here we are talking about Veronica Mars even before we've watched the last two episodes of iZombie, which uh, I'm very much looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's exciting. I'm so glad, you know, it dropped early, but still... It's not what we had planned. <laughs> so uh, you'll have to uh, uh, forgive us. We might be a little scatterbrained in discussing. I've taken five pages of notes. Steph's written down how many? Oh, well, that's a good bit. I have like ten points here. That's, oh, ten points. Oh. Yeah, I did good. You said three lines a little earlier. Uh, uh, so, so it's more than you thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're going to be talking about four Episodes. That's why it's a binge cast. Is what we talk about uh, several episodes at a time, and so Veronica Mars will be done for us in two podcasts, four episodes today, and next week it'll be four more episodes. So today, do you remember the episode titles? Oh no, no, no! I do not. <laughs> <laughs> you usually handle this. Uh, okay, I've got it pulled up here. Okay. Spring, spring break forever. Mm-hmm. Chino and the man. Keep calm and party on, and heads you lose. Heads you definitely lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, speaking of that, mm. you know, Hulu wouldn't let them use the F word. Yeah, there was a story that came out that, uh, you know, Veronica is saying cuss a lot, and it's kind of a joke between her and Keith, but it's because uh, they didn't want Veronica to be actually using the F word. Because they want it geared toward teenagers. Okay. They blow a guy's head off. (laughs) I know. I I think, you know, I think it's less they want it geared toward teenagers and more like, all right, we just put the first three seasons of Veronica Mars, which was a, you know, a a, a, UPN, CW, young adults show. Um, But I argue, you know, us older adults quite enjoy Veronica Mars. And it would be such an abrupt thing if Veronica Mars started, like, swearing left and right, um, you know, with all the F-words. Now, if there was an F-word every time she says cuss, I, I can imagine there would have been quite a few F-words. But uh, I love the fact that I think Rob Thomas was like, all right, no F-words. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, we're going to push the button on uh, uh, several, uh, you know, violence, 
you know, sex. I don't, you know, I don't think we've seen any nudity per se, but um, there's some, there's some good, there's some sex, there's some racy sex, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, you know, there's other swear words that do pop up. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so let's first talk about Spring Break Forever. This is written by a uh, friend of the pod, Rob Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> as well as the you know the showrunner the man you know and uh, he, the the summary is panic spreads through Neptune when a bomb goes off during spring break Veronica and Keith are hired by the wealthy family of one victim injured in the bombing to find out who is responsible okay first let's talk about these credits oh god these credits yes go ahead or as uh, uh, I saw an article say uh, these tonally appropriate credits mm-hmm they're gorgeous, and they, they remind me of True Detective. Yes, uh, True Detective, uh, Jessica Jones. I, you know, so much purple in there. You know, oh, really makes me yeah. think about Jessica Jones. And uh, you know, this is a noir show. We've got some really like like third season. They changed the credits, and those were a bit more noirish, and they changed the song a little bit. But now mm-hmm. it's definitely noirish, and the song has changed even more. <laughs> It's kind of like slower. It's by uh, Chrissy Hind of the uh, uh, pr- Pretenders. Mm-hmm. And uh, gotta say, love the credits. Not entirely sold on this interpretation of the song, though. Really? Really. I just am. So- if you're gonna do like a slower, more downtrodden song, like I don't know. It it, it seems like maybe maybe they should just change the song. You know, which would have been you know blasphemy. I'm sure to. Barack Obama's fans, but I, you know, I am so like to hear to hear Chrissy, and and also it is. I will say it's great. It's it's from a woman's point of view. You know, uh-huh. a woman is singing the song, so yeah. it's more Veronica. Uh huh. But to to hear her like say, "Come on now, honey, bring it on, bring it on, yeah." I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how it goes. It's come on, then, honey, <laughs> bring it on, bring it on, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Right? It doesn't. It sound weird to you. I, I mean, I, I'm okay with it. I don't have like strong opinions. I don't love it or hate it. I, I think I would. I would like the instrument instrumentation of it. If it was like an instrumental version in this um, in this way, I think it would be cooler to me. But actually, using the lyrics that I'm so used to being so like upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's not as depressing as season three. It's the season three song, but it could have been a it could have been along the same lines. But at that part, her just jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, that would have been that would have been good. Okay, but what we're seeing on the screen so mm-hmm. cool. Like yeah, we're, we're, and it's got that that neon kind of like uh, Thor Ragnarok or the new Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's that it's those purples that made me think of Jessica Jones. But it is like, also like you said, True Detective, like almost like a you know some silhouettes of people and smaller things happening. But also we have our you know three leads. There's only three uh, people shown because I guess it's because there's only those those three: um, Kristen Bell, Jason Doring, and uh, Enrico Colantoni. I think I pronounced it right. Uh, are constant throughout the series, whereas, hmm. uh, you know, your other characters, 
or not? Or not in every episode. It might have been weird if you just saw Pat and Oswell up there twirling around. <laughs> 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 because he, he's the only one, other one I can think of that's in definitely in every episode, so far, at least. Mm. He's probably going to have a bomb collar around his neck uh, uh, pretty soon, I'm sure. he's He's been ruffling so many feathers. So. Mm. But... Um, yeah, so so the credits are really cool. I'm, and I, I have to say, you know, Veronica Mars, uh, the show, the earlier show, you know, it did plenty of Jason Doring, but not as I, I just we have so much more now, don't don't we? Because it like it's like if Logan is is Veronica's boyfriend, um, he's featured more in the earlier seasons, but there are some times when he's just like. He's not as much a part of the show Whereas now he's definitely A part of the show And he has his own scenes And I don't know I just love more Jason Doring Yeah Yeah. Um, oh I lost my train of thought <laughs> Well the movie It had to I mean there were so many characters It had to say hey remember this person Remember that person <laughs> That there was so much missing from it From the Uh that we missed from the Veronica Marsh series. Yeah. Like in the movie, the Keith and Veronica stuff was so, there was like, they hardly knew each other, you yeah. know, like they, uh, he picked her up or it was just, there was no, uh, not that great banner back and forth. And we have so much of that here and it's wonderful. Every yeah. single bit of it is like, my heart just swells whenever well, Keith and Veronica are, Interacting. Well, when Veronica comes back to town in the movie, she is kind of a disappointment almost, you know? she Keith doesn't want her there. I mean, he's, he's disappointed. You know, he still loves her, but he's like, you shouldn't be here. You should have been away from this. And now we're like, you know, I don't know how many years later, past the movie, uh, they're, they're a team now. And he, you know, he makes one crack about like, well, you could always use your law degree, you know, if this doesn't work out, uh-huh. but that's it. I think by now they're a team and there, there's no like tension between them. There's some stuff that's happening with Keith that could cause some tension in the future. But right now, um, there's, there's no tension. Yeah. Speaking that's of great. that, I was, I was really worried about Enrico. Like oh, yeah? if, if we hadn't have just saw him last season season before last in our zombie i would oh. i would really worry about his health he because he looks so old mm-hmm. and so fragile he looks so weak well it's like but he's, it's he's just acting cane. yeah he's got the cane and uh he looks like he's you know in a bit of pain when he walks um but and it's from that you know the car accident and the uh well the car smash up in the, the with movie. deputy Sacks. Sacks. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Gone too soon. R.I.P. <sighs> the mustache. Well, geez, the whole sheriff's department is uh, is no more. We have uh, Neptune police. We have a chief of police. And uh, the lands Oh, are gone. good point. The, the town has, like, incorporated now. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, I, the look of the the look of the show is is pretty different too. I mean, we got a little bit of boardwalk in the show, but this show, this season, is lots of boardwalk because mm-hmm. basically Veronica's living on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. And and also in the movie, uh, <clears throat> Mars Investigations didn't look like Mars Investigations. This it's like a high high 
a lot of lot more money put into the to the sets mm-hmm. and Mars it looks like what we remember yeah, except nicer yeah, yeah better is Veronica in Keith's office uh, it's almost like I think Keith has his has his regular office but Veronica's like reception desk is now Veronica's desk it seems ah oh, okay right isn't that I don't know. Okay. I, I guess I didn't pay as much attention to the geography. <laughs> no, I just know but that like she I, does have her own plate. Yeah, she has her own plate. Uh, Veronica you. Mars B.I. And, yeah, I'm just thinking of the scene when Clyde comes in, because Clyde comes in and she is at that desk where she usually would sit during the show, but this is now uh. as the private investigator. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that she still kind of deferred the private office to, to Keith, whereas uh, she is still... Has her own desk, so, and that's probably out of respect. Got to give it up to pops. Mm. <laughs> so, um, let's see. I'm just going to kind of run us through um, some of the things that happen in episode one, Spring Break Forever. Um, I love the opening voiceover. You know, we're back. You know, Kristen Bell is narrating. It's not Gossip Girl. It is Veronica Mars, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and you know, and it's just like she is, uh, she's uh, she's got her same kind of like downtrodden. You know, she is she is a she's not the perfect person. She's flawed. She's she's still kind of bitter. She's still kind of angry at this town, and uh, probably you know just because you know she's usually the most rational person <laughs> in it. Um, but I love the Neptune didn't need another private investigator. It needed an enema, <laughs> which is very Joker esque. So, uh, yeah, my next note is like, what's this sporty blue car? What, what's this little little blue car she's got now? Aren't, I, I didn't. I meant to look up the make of it, but it is. Uh, it's very uh, much more, you know, a beach girl Veronica than uh, than her LeBaron is, and her is Saturn. A, is it a Honda? Hyundai? I wonder if it's another planet model. I'd love to know. <laughs> oh. Because you know, it went from LeBaron, and then it's like you know Mars and a Saturn. But yeah, I don't know what that is. But she's got the same purse, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And we saw her get it out of the, uh, the the chest she put it in in the movie, and she's still got that same one, which is uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to be come off sexist in the first few minutes of our podcast, but uh, it doesn't seem doesn't seem very real. My wife probably can't make it through a year without like going. You know what? I just this isn't working for me. I need to change this up a bit. <laughs> oh yeah. Veronica's got the same purse for like a decade. Maybe she yeah. just keeps getting the same model purse. Fifteen. It's been like fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a, a man wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I you know she's older, but we want to still have some sort of you know it's still Veronica. We, she's still got that purse. It's one of those things. It's kind of like. On television shows, when they have the same hair as they did 20 years ago, and you're like, no, that doesn't mean any. Nobody has the same hair for 20 years. Right. Nobody. Yeah. Your hair's pink right now. Yeah, it is, unfortunately. <laughs> I've got less hair. Uh, <laughs> so so our first case that, uh, you know, it's it's a great introduction to Veronica working as PI is uh, this uh, this case with Eliza Coop. Uh, who is playing this woman that is... Who's that? Her, she's uh, from Happy Endings. Oh, well I like as, her hair. I like that little shaved thing. Yeah, yeah. That's cute. 
And uh, I love happy endings, and people should watch it, just saying. Yeah, I never saw it. So yeah, it, it goes back to what what private investigators mainly investigate are bad divorces. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's what she's exposed to most of the time is terrible situations between partners that split up and right. the heartache and the pain and the... Like Clive from My Zombie says, it's always a spouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, I recently got an Alexa and I got a little terrified by this because uh, <laughs> <laughs> this ex is using basically Alexa as a revenge and thank goodness she's in the other room because she'd be like, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and just, gosh, the, the amount of cameras that this guy set up. She's like breaking up a frame. She's like, I just got the, he gave this to me as a gift. Like, yeah, it's because he had, he had a camera in there. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Keith is helping uh, uh, Francis Shaw from uh, the Dharma Initiative with his oh. uh, <laughs> his rat problem. His rat problem. Yeah, the uh, I, you know I love it. We get a classic uh, punny uh, business title. Who's reduced? Because his name mm. is Who. Yeah, and uh, you know Veronica gets paid a lot from the, because this mm. dumb lady tells her how much she's getting in alimony. <laughs> and so Veronica, like on the spot, increases her rates. Oh yeah, I said three hundred dollars an hour or whatever. <laughs> and but you know Keith is not going to get a lot of money from like he, he's not going to ask this man to give him a lot of money. No, he's no. he these and and I like that we're still doing the class thing. It's these mom and pop stores are trying to stay afloat in this economy. In Neptune, and uh, somebody's trying to put him out of business. Mm-hmm. And it's in this case we realize that Keith does have a little bit of a memory problem. Um, oh yeah, because he keeps asking uh, if he called an exterminator. I, I told right. you, Mister Mars, I I called several. And yep. yeah, it's like, oh no. You know, I feel for him because <laughs> <laughs> so many of the things, like he he forgets uh, somebody's name in like the fourth episode, and. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I do the same thing. Should I go get checked out? (laughs) I guess you really notice it if it's like sudden, you know, Uh something that's really starting to happen more and more. That's when you should get checked out. But, um, but yeah, uh, Keith and Veronica, uh, then have their scene together. And, uh, I love, I wrote the line down. What exactly did you do for that lady? And Veronica says, feminist stuff. We got mad. We got Evie. Some scissoring. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, she goes home And we see there's no backup Backup's gone But Veronica finally got her Get pony, a pony. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the that dog's name is Pony I, I, You know I might have missed it But I like to imagine that Keith got her that uh-huh. she's, she's always asked him for a pony <laughs> And uh, we see that Veronica does live on the boardwalk It's very noisy I, I guess spring break goes on for like a month In Neptune and uh, yeah, I like the little touch of you can always hear those partiers. Uh, you can always hear it just low in the background everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Logan's bag is there. Where's Logan? She goes out to the beach, and we get the gratuitous Daniel Craig shot of uh, Jason <laughs> Doring coming out of the uh, coming out of the water. And I love this whole thing where she's. You know, like looking at the looking at Logan with a couple other girls, and they're just like, "Oh my god, yeah!" Wow. <laughs> and uh, oh, the, who this old guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And she does the, you know, uh, a classic refrigerator pickup. <laughs> you know, come help me with my refrigerator. And they did. And and gosh, oh my! This is when I was like, wow, this show is getting dirty because, uh, uh, you know, it, it, even in you know in the beach scene where she's they're they're negotiating like hand job, no eye contact. <laughs> Uh-huh. And it just gets dirtier and dirtier. And then they go back to the house and holy cow, I'm like, wow. I mean, hashtag love fans, you are in for a treat. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of skiing. It's a lot of skiing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because, uh, yeah, oh, gosh, I, I'll have to say, like, you know, not to walk us through the sex scene because I didn't take a lot of notes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but I remember thinking, like, she pulls her shirt off and she's in her bra. And I was like, I was like, oh, OK, well, that's that's dirty for Veronica. And, you know, and then, like, she's pulling off the bra. And you don't obviously see anything but backs and stuff like that. But I was like, holy cow, it's really wow. All right. Yeah, really <laughs> here, steamy. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, and they're, you know. They're adults. They 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 have sex. It's a normal thing. You know, it's not like they're in high school anymore and they're going to get in trouble with Keith. Um, but uh, we also noticed that uh, Logan has a giant bruise on his back. Oh yeah, that that never comes back. No, I but I guess you know we are we are you know led to believe well not led to believe we, I don't think he's lying. He's some sort of like naval operations guy, so he's somebody that gets called in for some. Some stuff, which is just like I love it that Logan is like, you know, this low key action hero. <laughs> Off screen, he is parachuting into places and saving hostages. Well, no, he okay. He was a because when when Leo comes to visit after Leo leaves, he says, you know, oh, when I was landing uh, airplanes on an aircraft carrier, you were spending time with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's he's in the Air Force. He was a pilot. That's Navy. But now he, it's Navy, wasn't it? Oh, that was Navy. Navy. Well, now he's a intelligence officer. Right. Which because you know, you, if you've watched any Jack Ryan movie, that I mean, I'm just thinking he's Jack Ryan. Okay, right? I don't. Right? I don't know. All well, I know is, you know, the uh, the Maloofs are speaking Farsi around him, and you know, he's you're just waiting. At some yeah. point, it's gonna. They're gonna have the big reveal that he he understands for us because does, mm-hmm. it need, does it does he tell Veronica that he oh, knows yeah. what they're saying? He tells okay. her. Yeah, he tells yeah. her. Yeah. So at some point, you know, the Maloofs are gonna find out. Yeah. Yep. So because uh, she's trying to figure out where he's been, he can't say. And she said, "There's sand in your bag." He said, "Well, it could be because I set it down on the sand twenty <laughs> feet from your apartment." Yeah. Nope. And she feels the sand. She's like, "Nope, that's not the sand." But uh, yeah, let's just, I mean, Logan proposes. Yes. How many pockets have you searched? And she pulls out a ring. And, yeah. Uh, so what did you think about this? Um, I mean, oh, what did I, th- I don't know did what Did you I just think. immediately jump up and say yes? And they go, oh, he's not talking to me. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I guess it would be, um, it would be boring if they did get married. You oh, know, yeah? I don't know. I, I don't. Well, you know, from I mean, that's from a watcher's perspective. But what do you think about Veronica's like reaction to it? Well, I mean, I'm enjoying the drama of mm-hmm. she is mad because he's not mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's that too. But and and I assume that kind of plays into it. But I like the reasoning that she has here, where she's like, you know, she's a child of divorce, and 
half her day is taking care of couples that are, you know, warring with each other. And she doesn't want that to happen between those two. Yeah, I mean, they just need to do, have had more conversation about it. It shouldn't have been sprung on her. It, it was sprung on her and it pissed her off. And then she was pissed off that he wasn't pissed off. And he's just trying, he's trying to uh, keep his anger in check. Mm-hmm. He's always angry. And she can't stand it. <laughs> yep. So. But, like he said, you know, I'm just trying to keep the peace or keep keep it. And she was like, well, I don't want you to just get along. And and he said, well, it's it's almost like he's damned if he does and damned if he don't. Because if he keeps things calm and civil, she's mad. And if he blows up. Like he's he's yeah. wrong. He's wrong no matter what he does. I think he's doing the great a great thing. He's go, he's you know he's got a solid job. He's not getting into trouble. He is his he's in therapy. You know, and God, I can imagine how much uh, turmoil goes on inside his head. You know, with his mother jumping off a bridge and his father, you know, raping and killing his uh, girlfriend and. Gosh, Beaver jumping off a roof in front of him, and you know and, and all the other things that he's seen. I'm sure he's got so much going on in that head of his, mm-hmm. and, and it, it is admi- admirable that uh, he's, uh, you know, taking care of his shit. But like, <laughs> so so to me, it's like I don't know. It's funny how like you know in the other, earlier seasons, Veronica is trying to reform Logan, you know, because he starts off as you know, such like the, the, the bad boy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, up bums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was actually just staging the fights. He wasn't actually doing the beating, but, uh, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not that there's <laughs> much, that, much better. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, there is definitely something, you know, it's not, I don't think it all rests on Logan. I don't think, you know, him springing a, p- a proposal on her is anything, that should be surprising how many years they've been together so far. Uh, you know, and I wonder if they, they talked about marriage and I mean, you're a couple and you think about like, what would it be like to be married? And you have those conversations and then eventually the proposal happens. I'm sure it's not just, uh, he didn't just bring it on her. Like it was mm-hmm. something that's been hanging in the background. And he decided to just pull the ripcord. Well, not pull the ripcord because that means he's escaping. But you know what I mean. <laughs> pull the trigger. <laughs> uh, anyway, whatever. There's more of that later. Um, so we also go to the council. This is our first council. You know, we have Big Dick who is free. And I just wrote Big Dick all over my notes and uh, just enjoyed it so much because it's so lewd. Um, and it made it even better because he has a group called Neptune United for a Tidy Town. Which is Big Dick and his nuts. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Trump comparisons. He wants to make Neptune great again. <laughs> but, of course, it is it is to profit. At least that's what Nicole uh, accuses him of. The, the girl who's in charge of Comrade Quacks. Uh-huh. I like this girl, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, she's been in... Was she in The Good Place? Yep. Killing Eve? Yep. Kirby I- Howell Baptiste. Oh, and uh, she was also in Barry. Oh, right. I still have to watch She's that. into everything right now. And, yeah, she's in charge of Comrade Quacks. 
which I'm not quite sure I understand the pun there, but I'm sure it's just beyond my reach and someone's going to point it out to me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I love her introduction, you know, in the council, and then we go to her at work, and, uh, uh, oh gosh, we are just introduced to a, f- a-, a flurry of uh, minor characters, which really confused me at first. And luckily, yeah, half of it's them really wiped good. out. <laughs> it's good to, yeah, it's good to go back, and, and, cause, cause at first you're like, who is he? what's his deal? Yeah. Why are they why are they introducing yeah, to go back and watch it, it just it's uh Oh I look makes forward more to sense, actually, rewatching more this season. It's yeah. so good. Um opinion spoilers, but gosh, this season's awesome. <laughs> it really is. I'm enjoying it. I think it's great. Uh but yeah, we meet we meet Jimmy, the law student, and he is taking advantage of a drunk girl and Nicole beats his ass, which is awesome. And she has these like Gloves that she could really pack a punch with, and then we're in Tijuana. Uh huh. I know it was like, wh- what? what does this have to do with anything? Yeah, it, I mean, you know, Logan and and Troy and um. Yeah, I wonder if it's to evoke the memory <laughs> of those episodes. I don't know, but it is very much. It's not like you know, at bars or anything like that. It is these two, um, two guys. Uh, what is it? Alonzo and Bodie, Dodie, Bodie, I think. I don't know. Dodie, uh, Dodie, Mendoza. And okay, Clifton Collins Jr., did his. Did it make you think about Pulp Fiction? Hmm. How so? Because he's just like philosophical and he's a hitman. Oh, he's like, Tra- like Travolta? Yeah. He's, like, he's a Vinnie Vega? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I, I just was like, you know. I was immediately like scared of these guys. I was like, "Oh gosh, these are going to be the Fitzpatricks of this season." Little did I know, <laughs> Fitzpatricks <laughs> are still around. But anyway, uh, and then we were with Keith in physical therapy, and uh, with a therapist that's barely paying attention. It's terrible, terrible job. And they're, you know, and did you know who the physical therapist is? No, it's corny. Oh, corny! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that either until I looked back at the uh, you know the, the 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 credits and stuff, and and yeah, it's corny. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd have realized. It. Uh, I was like, oh, it's, uh, it's Steph's favorite character, uh, <laughs> or one of them. Uh, so so yeah, he's got to get a CT scan. It's going to be thousands of dollars, and then we go to the Sea Sprite Hotel and we meet uh, Isabel. I mean, uh, Maddie. Uh, who I was just like, oh my god! I know uh, they've dyed her hair brown, so we yeah. won't confuse her with Kristen Bale, which is one of those television things that's is so she stupid, huh? Is she oh, blonde? Her hair, her hair is brown. Yeah, uh, was it blonde and I zombie? No, it was brown. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was like maybe a lighter brown. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just she just looks a little older. I don't know. But okay, yeah. usually I hate it when shows do the cousin Oliver thing. Okay. Oh, I see what you're but, saying. But this, I don't know. She's a sassy. You know, she's like, so good. Like, oh, we we found somebody who's just as sassy as Kristen Bell. We gotta make this role for her. Isabella Vidovic, in just a couple of episodes that she was in iZombie, made such a huge impact. Just like Lowell was in the first season of iZombie. You just don't forget that character. And it is mm-hmm. so sad when they die. Spoilers for people who haven't watched iZombie. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> um, 
and uh, and uh, so she just I don't know she just lights up the screen. She's great. Give her a spinoff. They should have a Veronica Mars spinoff. Well, I mean, I just you know here's. Veronica Mars next generation. Yeah. Like she's sixteen. She's giving Veronica a run for her money. She's oh, yeah. you know a, a lot of characters do. A lot, there's several characters you're like, Oh, Keith's met his match. Veronica's <laughs> met her match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh it, I do like that they do give her the, the Veronica Mars setup. She's not working with her dad in private investigations, but she's working with her divorced dad in this motel, and he's trying to stay afloat, and all this stuff's happening, and uh, then, boom, she she loses her dad in this huge explosion. Yeah, and Veronica is knows how all of the, the events of her life have changed her, and she doesn't want that to happen to Maddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says at the end of the first episode She wishes she had walked away But I saw a girl and I started to care about the girl mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder Will Maddie make it to the end of the season? What's the reason why Veronica wishes she never met her? You know, I'm assuming it's because uh, she dies <laughs> But I haven't uh, seen the last four I just I just, uh, well just like Is it the second episode? There's, there's one episode where the voiceover Veronica says Oh, it led me to the greatest conspiracy theory that changed my life, and I was like, "That okay? That's a little, I think it's just being overdramatic." You know, I think it's just <laughs> well, who knows? We don't. I mean, it's almost like the voiceover is, you know, a little ahead of us. In, yeah, in that regard, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's just, uh, you know, kind of like a cliffhanger to make you keep watching. I, I don't. I just wonder how. If it is foreshadowing anything or alluding to anything, mm-hmm. or if it's just uh, just a tool to make you keep tuning in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I <laughs> I very much was happy binging this show. Uh, so, what did you think of uh, Patton Oswalt though as a pizza guy? Uh, Pen. Uh, I think his name's. <sighs> what did I think? I mean, it's a great character because, <laughs> like, in this episode. They did it. In this next episode, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just blatantly going out. In, you know, okay, he could be a suspect because he could be the kind of person who causes something to happen and then hangs around to get the 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 uh, the for- fame yeah. and, and recognition and uh, the excitement, the uh, you know, just the uh, attention from it. He could be guilty. But he goes on and he he blames the Maloofs. He blames uh, Dick, Big Dick Casablancas. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you have a responsibility. You're going. You can't just willy nilly throw this this stuff out there. Well, I love he's, that he's like you know true crime uh, expert because he's a beginner, uh, and uh, you know he's he's such a better set of eyes because he doesn't usually work on cases, so he would see things that other people wouldn't see. It's his ex- explanation, but he's just this schmo pizza guy that rents out his house uh, to spring breakers uh, and makes a lot of bank, which makes me go, what, what am I doing in Vermont? Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, he was there delivering a pizza. Could there have been a bomb dropped as well? Who knows? You know, he could have been the the, the bomber as well. Yeah. But, um. But yeah, the explosion kills uh, the owner, uh, the Maloof's girlfriend, Alex Maloof. Uh, 
this nerdy guy named Gabriel. We meet him earlier with all his douchey nerd friends. It's like, oh man, I want to root for the nerds against all these asshole law scumbags, but these guys are douches as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, and of course, uh, Jimmy, the Copperfield lawyer guy, uh, gets murdered, gets killed as well. So it's like there's all these different ways this could go. Um, but we're still in the first episode. But uh, I mean, <laughs> okay. So, but there's so much, so much to discuss in these first, this first episode because there's so much setup. We haven't even talked about Wallace. We, Veronica visits Wallace. Okay, which was weird because, you know, in the movie, I don't know if it was good or bad. Where you know Wallace and Mac, I don't know that whole thing in the movie. It was just bad. Nope. Where they drink the Bud Lights on the porch. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. There's no Bud Light to be seen. Thank God. That's, that's why <laughs> Tina... Majorino? Majorino decided not to be it. She was like, oh, look what y'all did to me the last time. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should we should definitely talk about that. Because, yeah, Wallace does show up, but Mac doesn't. And, uh, it, you know, there's a point in the show where Veronica's like, oh, I could use some, like, hacker assistance. So, and Mac is in Istanbul. We mm-hmm. don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but we're assuming she's got some sort of like awesome job, you know, where she's, you know, you know, world traveler, uh, yeah, helping people with their security and all that stuff. It sucks because we left the movie seeing her like sitting at Veronica's desk and Veronica sitting at Keith's desk, basically. Or wasn't even a, no, it was it was the office that wasn't the office, the actual office, but it was a, a newer office. But uh, yeah, but now Mac is gone. And uh, and there was an interview with her, and it was it, she basically asked, she's like, "How much am I going to be in it?" And Rob Thomas was like, "We well, are not going to be one of the main characters. You're going to be, you know, a side character comes in, much like Wallace here is." And uh, she wasn't she she wanted more. She it was you know, and who's you know, I can't blame her. I, I am kind of disappointed that they couldn't have. Uh, Put Mac in a little bit more, you know, make Mac somehow related to one of these bombing uh, victims and have her helping out more. I don't know, you know. Well, you know, at least she has, uh, at least she didn't feel like she was obligated. Right. She didn't fit, she could say no. So that's good. It sure sounds like it was amicable. I mean, you know, unless there's. I, I, it sounds it sounds pretty amicable between you know Rob Thomas and, and Tina Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, there's no I don't know there's nobody to be mad at. I'm just kind of sad. I'm like oh man, I wish the story had Mac more in it. But oh well. Uh, but yeah, Wallace is uh, he's, is he's still a teacher? He's a physics teacher uh, mm-hmm. at Neptune High. But his wife Shay is a high priced attorney, uh, attorney. So. And that's why they have a nice house. <laughs> I love that Veronica calls Wallace 09 or scum. <laughs> and of course finds Logan playing with their baby Noah, which I mean, aw. Yeah, and it makes her mad. <laughs> of course he's here. And then she's trying to downplay uh, any affection she has for the baby mm-hmm. when. You know, Wallace was like, yeah, all those toys you gave him, they're in his room. All that, those clothes you bought him. Oh, I bought him one ironic track suit, mm-hmm. <laughs> which he is not wearing. That's so funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I just imagine this little ridiculous looking baby track suit. Um, so, so it's good to see Wallace again. It's good to see that he's doing well. Um, and uh, we then also meet Cliff. 
And we get this great one shot of him going through the hospital, you know, yeah, that was great. and leaving a card Where, for people. Like he, yeah, he's there all the time. He knows the nurses, nurses by name and mm-hmm. leaves them treats so he can mm-hmm. look at their records. Uh, and then we meet, uh, chief Langdon, uh, and, uh, yeah, renegade lives. Uh, <laughs> so good to see Don Lewis back again. And, uh, there's a scene later, not in this episode, where Langdon talks to Maddie, and I'm like, oh my god, Renegade's talking to Isabel. <laughs> anyway, people need to watch iZombie if they haven't. Um, anyway, <clears throat> oh, uh, some background I, I, I looked up. Uh, we find out uh, that Langdon, in the book Mr. Kiss and Tell, actually barely beat Lamb, the new Lamb, in an election. But when she beat him... It, it pretty much ended the police corruption in Neptune because, you know, I mean, Neptune was a pretty dangerous looking place when we uh, see it in the movie. The, uh-huh. the cops were you know, like one of the biggest criminals. Um, so. Uh, da, 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 Wait, say what now? Langdon beat Lamb. Sheriff Lamb. In an election. Yeah. And. So so the police corruption is over. Right. Because she's on the up and up, but she's not a great sheriff. No, and it sounds like she wants to get out of Neptune as well. There's a little scene where she's talking. It looks like she was about oh, to do an interview. Oh, F- she wants to be in the FBI. Or like move to San Diego and work in their police department. I wasn't quite sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That, uh, we also meet El Despiadaro, who is... His his ex wife is the aunt of yeah. the nerd who died in Gabriel, the fall. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So moving on uh, to Chino and the Man, which is written by uh, another friend of the pod, uh, Diane Ruggiero. Right. Uh, the summary is uh, Veronica and Keith launched their investigation. Their involvement puts P- police chief Langdon on edge. Penn goes public with his theory of who the p- bomber is. Meanwhile, local teen Maddie Ross begins her own search for her father's killer. And I love how this episode begins because we think, oh, my God, Dick is like a junkie now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's getting uh, – uh, Harassed by uh, Josh Duhamel And uh, is that how you pronounce his name? Wait, was that Josh Duhamel Or was Duhamel? that Yeah, it was Oh, I thought it was Dr. McSteamy No, I don't know oh, who that is Josh But uh, I know that's not Josh Duhamel And uh, Tim Chu as, Oh, uh, I love who, him Who's awesome as AJ and iZombie Is yeah. in this And uh, yeah, but it turns out it's a movie Dick's, Dick's in a movie Like Catalina of Nights or something like that um, yeah, sorry. I mean, that's Steph's, that's Steph's review of Dick's movie. Uh, <laughs> so this is when we are introduced to Clyde. Yes, who is J K Simmons. Simmons? That's it. And he's probably the, he's probably the person who did it because you know it's always the he's a Harry star. Hamlin this season. <laughs> Yeah, he's the biggest star, so he did it. Uh, you know, he's pretty sinister. I love the first introduction of him. You know, he's kind of standing in the background and stuff. But you're like, why is J.K. Simmons standing behind Big Dick? I mean, <laughs> like uh, Academy Award winner J.K. Simmons is backing up Big Dick for some reason. Uh, but yeah, he kind of steps in and scares away this high school girl that Dick was going to take home. 
which was yeah. uh, pretty intense. So it, yeah. it shows you he's a very good judge of things that are going on. You know, like Veronica knew the girl wasn't old enough, but she didn't care. <laughs> but you see that he's he's there to take care of business and to take care of Dick. And mm-hmm. by way of taking care of Big Dick, he's going to take care of Little Dick. I'm going to get that made into a, a <laughs> little ringtone. Uh, yeah, folks, if you want to isolate that, that that's some good stuff right there. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, we see that uh, Big Dick has a hat that says Big Dick. And uh, we get a flashback to Clyde saving him. He's, he's I mean, I love it because it's J.K. Simmons. And uh, I first got to know him on Oz. He was a very scary character on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he comes in playing the old Schillinger character, it seems, you know, <laughs> and saves Big Dick from getting, it was Bitch that was going to be tattooed on his arm. Oh. Yeah. But then we see later yeah. that Clyde orchestrated it all. He orchestrated it was the whole a plan. thing. Yep. It was a setup. Um... So uh, we also see Alonzo uh, and Doty trying to uh, blend in on the beach, ask for coke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've enjoyed this whole, uh, you know, these two guys from Mexico come to San Diego, or excuse me, Neptune, and <laughs> blend in and become Americanized or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, like fit into the culture. And, speak English. Yeah, so he tells him to speak English. And then um, oh, Alfonso. He, Alonso. He, Alonzo, he gets a girlfriend, and mm-hmm. they're watching yeah. television. Oh, I should buy one of those for my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the they, first. They're asked for coke, and then somebody like throws a volley, volleyball over, and he like pops it, and then like pulls a knife. I think. Uh, uh yeah. So, uh, and and it, it is very Pulp Fiction, especially they drop by the nerds' apartment, and uh, you know. It's almost like who does El Despiadado work for, bitch? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it, they point their finger to uh, this engineering rival of Gabriel's, which uh, his his head ends up on their uh, hotel counter in the episode. So they are not to be messed with. Yes, they're very dangerous. Oh well, they. Uh, oh well, we messed up. It's not him. It's somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I made a note here that Penn, the pizza guy, is verified on Twitter. I noticed they put a screenshot of his one of his tweets, and he says he has like a couple hundred followers, but it's like it blew up. And yeah, of course, Twitter is like, oh, oh, this, this angry, uh, uncensored voice, uh, verified. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is when the uh, when Veronica accuses Logan of acting like a pod person, and uh, she. Tells him he's sanded down. Where's classic Logan? And he punches a hole in the cabinet, and they have sex. And, yeah, and like she's immediately like, "Take me now!" Yeah, <laughs> right here. <laughs> but the next morning, she's grinning, and he is not. And I think he leaves his therapist number for Veronica, which I hope she does take. You know, mm-hmm. she definitely needs some therapy. Uh, we also. Um, oh God! They go visit Penn and. Uh, and it's like he's so like disrespectful. Him and his murderheads are so. Dis- I think it's the murderheads we meet in the next episode. Mm-hmm. But but he talks to them to Veronica and Keith like, 
like as if they're like characters in this true crime thing, you know. And he even says, "Do you think they'll ever figure out who murdered Lily Kane?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just a reminder that Aaron Eccles uh, got released, and the the crime is unsolved, and of course he gets killed uh, by Charisma Carpenter, right? Yeah, and uh, I have I feel like it's um talking about his conspiracy theory mind of he never believes he's never going to (laughs) believe the thing that is probably true he's going to think that it's still it's just a conspiracy Mm -hmm. also uh, okay so Clyde visits uh, Mars investigations we find out here that Veronica had a feature on her in Vanity Fair which is like barely mentioned but it was just like what 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 now (laughs) and i don't know if it had to do with uh the lily kane murders or murder or you know any of the other cases that she's investigated or you know some plucky vanity fair reporter heard about her decided to make a story out of it um but he has a case he's looking for a girl that he left behind and i love that veronica does not fall for her because we've been here before haven't we do you remember uh, <laughs> Put you right on the spot. I mean, yeah, I know, it, it seems familiar. Like, uh, yeah, Rusky Business, the episode, oh, the one the where the Russian girl is looking. And she for was her. just trying to find the man because, and it, it wasn't her boyfriend; it was somebody. It was a man. Yeah, because he was like a witness to a murder something or like something. That, yeah. Yep, we are also yeah. introduced. To- yeah, oh, she. Keith got Keith was like, you know, you can't fall, you can't listen to everybody, you can't um, just trust, you can't trust what people say. Nope. You've got to be uh, suspicious of what they say. I like that Clyde is so cool. He just like kind of keeps his temper, you know, and doesn't even. He's like, okay, then, you know, no problem, you know, I'll look somewhere else. Uh, but you know, I wonder what he was trying to do there. You know, if he was really trying to locate this girl or, I mean. Well, I mean, I figure she's got the money. Right. Because he's a bank robber. And also, he's trying to figure out just how smart Veronica is. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I, he's definitely a chess player, I think, you know. He's, he's mm-hmm. a thinker. trying to fill her out. So, yeah, we, well, you know, we've also met the Maloofs. And, you know, Congressman Maloof and his brother, Uh, I mean, they're not my favorites. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, Congressman Maloof, he's the next, he's, he's the Middle Eastern Barack Obama right right down to the trying to quit uh, smoking with the (laughs) the Nicorette gum. His physique is very Obama-esque too, Mm, I I feel. Haircut maybe. Yes. Yeah. That really lends to it for sure. Um, but the mother is very angry because, um, little, you know, young Alex gave, uh, gave, uh, his girlfriend this really expensive in the family ring. And, uh, I don't know if they have, do they have it? They have it because the Hicks show up looking for the ring and they want to, they, no, the ring is still missing. The ring is missing. Okay. I wasn't sure if they, but the Maloof, the mother Maloof is claiming that it's, you know, a very old relic from the egyptians yeah, or something like that something like and that. uh but the the son is like rolling his eyes about it that's ridiculous right <laughs> and uh, yeah we we don't know where the ring is because that he gave the girlfriend the ring 
they tried to bribe her, offered her fifty thousand dollars to stay away from him. Yep. Well, the mother wouldn't. did. The mother did. Yeah. The, the congressman had nothing to do with that. We find. So um, that's their motivation for you know, uh, Penn goes out on television and blames the, the bombing on the Maloofs because the girlfriend wouldn't break up with the son. Right. But the son was there. He's saying it's because something weird happened before the bomb, the internet went out. And that's why, mm. excuse me, why the boy went to the um, office to try to get the, uh, that's true. See what, and so the internet went out and then the explosion happened in the office and the girl brought the makeup bag. That's what Penn said. The makeup bag was supposed to have been in the girl's room. Like right. the one room, the, the hotel room that the had bag? all the girls. Huh? Do what now? He thought the bomb was in the makeup bag? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Because hmm. Maddie thinks the bomb was in the... Uh, vending machine. Vending machine because they never get gum. And... Uh, Mole Man came to <laughs> Mole Man came and put gum in the vending machine, and it turns out the people who do the vending machines are the Fitzpatrick or yes, what's his name Fitzpatrick? Liam. Liam. I mean, it's the Fitz, it's the fighting Fitzpatricks, you know. It's the it's the whole gang. Even maybe if he's not the uh, he's if he's the only Fitzpatrick, I don't know. But um, yeah, we, this this is we actually get to this. We're, we're on the scene here, you know, oh, where Veronica. Okay. Um, I'm sort of going as best as I can through this um, where uh, Veronica visits Maddie's mom. It doesn't look like there's a, a, you know, a lot of love between the mom and her new family and Maddie and Maddie sneaks away. And it's just this great, tr- uh, this great chase. I love it. And Veronica well, just so first, like, Oh, but first Keith tells Veronica that Maddie's sli- slippery and Veronica was like, I can handle a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> and she puts a tracker on her car yep. because she has this uh, sarcastic, sarcastic bumper sticker on her car. She knows it's her car. <laughs> yeah. And she gets away and she finds her Well, I love it. It's like she, she seems to have stolen a scooter. And Veronica takes off, and then, it's, and then Maddie sits up in the front seat and drives off in the car. And then Veronica's like, sees that the car's moving on the uh, GPS, and she's like, "Oh, you're good." <laughs> <laughs> and then she uh, she parks, and then she takes the scooter into this crowd of of a dance party, you know, wild wild party on the boardwalk, and then uh, you know loses her. But then Veronica finds her again. Uh, because she sees that at like her dad's hotel, there was like a card missing. It, it was this really interesting. She put like a white card into the card holder and saw what card was missing in its Alpha Jolly amusements. And then she's like, yeah. oh, you know, because it's the Fitzpatrick's. And man, I like freaked when she walked in that office and we see it's Liam. I'm like, oh my God, one of the scariest people in the entire show is Liam mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick to me. <laughs> like he is, he has come really close to really hurting Veronica uh, a couple times. And, but this time, you know, Veronica's got a gun. Which, uh, what do you think about Veronica with a gun? It's so weird, huh? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is, but I guess, yeah, I guess when you're a private investigator, you need one. I don't yeah, know. I guess, yeah, probably Keith. You know, you know, trained her, and and uh, um, well, I bet Keith was training her with the gun when she was a teenager. But you know, uh, you know, Keith had a gun, being a PI, so I guess it makes sense. You know. Well, look, 
You're from Vermont. I'm from Alabama. <laughs> As the sight of a gun doesn't necessarily freak me out. Right, right. Uh, I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't freak me out. It's it's seeing Veronica with a gun. It's like oh, seeing. Batman see, with I didn't a gun. even notice. <laughs> I didn't even notice it at all. Well, you know, I've, I've never seen Veronica with a gun before. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's it's tools of the trade. I'm glad yeah. that the taser comes out more than the gun, though. Yeah, because <laughs> that's more um, nostalgic. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Maddie does not like Veronica because Veronica is working for the Maloofs, and um, and then she, you know, and she just doesn't trust her. And uh, we go to the uh, the Neptune Grand. We're back there. Logan and Dick are playing video games. <laughs> the Neptune Grand. I'm like, yay! She still lives at the Neptune. Grand. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> Maybe he's just in town. Maybe he actually lives in L.A. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he's making some Hollywood money, but I'm sure not much. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, Logan, you know, Veronica asks him to go get this check from the Maloofs, and Logan goes and meets the congressman and his brother Alex, and the congressman's on the phone, too busy to grab a checkbook, so he sends uh, Logan in the back room, to, in the bedroom to get the checkbook, and that's when the Hicks visits. And, oh my god, I was so... <laughs> oh my god! This fight is so ridiculous. It's so I good. <laughs> Holy crap. I was just like, take that. Anybody who criticizes Rob Thomas fight scenes ever again, because that was awesome. And I love it. You know, like, and this is a Diane episode. Diane likes giving us uh, some really uh, fun moments, I think. You know, she really thinks about it. So uh, between the Maddie chase and Logan taking these assholes down, uh, I was so happy. Uh, I think the only uh, product promotion we get is... You know, uh, later on when Keith uh, is watching Hulu, <laughs> which is oh like, no, it was was it after the after the angry sex when or no, it was at some point when Veronica and Logan had had a fight. Yeah. No. Oh. Oh. Or was it after? It was when Leo came to visit, and Leo and Logan no. spent, like, the whole afternoon at the apartment together. Oh, yeah, Veronica will be home soon. And finally, Veronica... Anyway, after Leo left, Veronica was expecting Logan to be mad. And he was like, oh, let's watch some Harlots. I was like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, okay. Well, that was the other one. Okay, but well, this one, like, Keith, Keith pulls up Hulu and puts on Drew Process, which is... Uh, oh. Which is where Penn is on there accusing the congressman. And uh, saying the bomb was in the makeup bag. Oh, uh, when but, Veronica was like, "Oh, you're uh, obsessed with murders or crime, true crime." Yeah. So at the end of the episode, Logan shows up bloody from his fight, and they're they're just like, who's, "He's like, who's I just got a job." <laughs> uh, he said, "We're yeah, we're coworkers." <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So episode three, keep calm and party on. Uh, this is written by iZombie writer uh, Heather V. Renier. Who wrote the uh, Brainless in Seattle two-parter? I think this is my favorite episode. Oh, this really? is the one where they go to the club. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Right. So the summary is Veronica and Keith's client, Daniel Maloof, makes a shocking confession. Sheriff Langdon closes in on our top suspect. Veronica and Maddie join forces just as the whole investigation is flipped on its head. So it opens up with that. I mean, we saw it in the previews. It's Veronica jogging on the boardwalk. I think it's late night or really early morning. And a PCHer tries mugging her, and uh, 
and he gets uh, he gets to taste the taste of the old Veronica taser, and then she takes a picture and for the gram, <laughs> and then she mugs him. Which is, <laughs> this is my alone time. But, you know, it does send up a question. Why does he have $600, crisp $600 bills in his wallet? Um, so what else? Uh, Penn. Oh, I like we have this scene where Penn is talking to Maddie uh, and he doesn't really trust uh, Keith and Veronica. And he says they're in it for the money. And then he tells her all about season one of Veronica Mars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Lily Kane, who's that? Uh-huh. Oh, you don't know. Let me tell you all about it. Uh-huh. And uh, but you know, Penn of course is getting the worst followers because some uh, racist uh, dude bra fans show oh, up at the pizza. The white supremacists show up. Oh yeah. Oh, they're wearing the white polos as if they're about to go grab a tiki torch later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, of course it's Maloof, you know, and then saying a bunch of racist bullshit. But yeah, and. <laughs> But when did Penn say that he was that he was he was a supporter of Maloof? Hmm, like know. he's he doesn't have anything against Maloof. He's saying that I'm objectively saying that he must have did it because um, he tried to bribe the girlfriend to break up with the brother. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. Look, there's so much plot. <laughs> so much plot. So much happens. That's why it's uh, so good. It's so good. Uh, it's so it's so dense. These are like almost hour long episodes too. It's like, <laughs> like whoa. Um, uh, so yeah, we've got some more background on Maloof. He's been blackmailed through an email, and he's wondering if this is possibly the bomber. Oh, this is the part where she was like, "What did you do?" Oh, <laughs> I masturbated. Uh-oh. And that's the part where she said. Um, that's no one I have here. Cool, I have the cool right here. Oh, please, please. Give it to <laughs> a me. A cam I love girl? It. So what? It's not even in pussy grabbing range. You know, who even cares anymore? I thought that's what we're all learning. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, so perfect. Uh, so, yeah, we have this, like, you know, emailer that uh, is actually threatening bombs, but it's like. They're they're not sure if that's actually related and if he's just messing with them. So that, they kind of put that on the uh, back burner. You know, I'm sure it's going to come into play later in, later in the episodes. But um, uh, but Veronica is thinking, oh, we, I, you know, I wonder if I can find someone to uh, track down this blackmailer. And I'm like, well, it's not Mac, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's it's Logan with his government clearance. He's asked. And, and that's when Logan says he's privy to their private conversations because he speaks Arabic. Mm. Um, yes. Yeah, so Veronica and Logan get a text uh, from Dick says, I need pants. This is Dick, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to Comrade Quacks and there's Dick dancing in the middle of the floor and Veronica says, I still don't get why he needs them. They rip his pants off. He's like, spoke too soon. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, she goes up and talks to Nicole, and then it's like, who's up for some E? Which I was just like, again, it's almost like the same thing as the gun. I was like, oh, Veronica's doing drugs now? Illicit like, drugs? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not clutching my pearls or anything, but this girl, you know, got roofied and raped, you know, in high school. I, you know, I wonder how often she wants to lose control like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it it is uh it's it's very weird, but I mean it, yeah, 
and they really play it up like very casual. I mean, she pays for it the next morning, but uh-huh. it is very it's a very casual like uh oh it's E, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going to the club and and when she gets she gets up uh, to the DJ, play no scrubs. <laughs> and Edward was like, "What?" And then it's her and Nicole dancing to no scrubs. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, I but, loved it. I, I mean, I loved it too. But I was also kind of like, "All right, well, I guess we're doing E." <laughs> like, I just all right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Keith pops by in the morning and, I, you know, it, that's what I was glad about. I was glad the dad got to be like, ah, oh, how you doing, sport? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was wonderful. Uh, and then she says, she, wants- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she says she wants to have one of those, I think she said it was a sap glove that Nicole had. I want one for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, it's got babies in the knuckles. <laughs> Uh, Maddie then visits Mars Investigation because she says Penn thinks John Bonet was killed by an owl. <laughs> just, just a great combination of conspiracy theories. Laughs hard at that Bravo. one. Bravo. <laughs> so uh, Maddie tells her about the mole man and Veronica asks her, "Do you get bored easily?" And it's great. We got we got an awesome stakeout. Veronica, giant lens camera, but she's also seems to be coaching this younger Veronica and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maddie asks her if she's still angry about Lily, and Veronica says, I'm still angry, you know, and uh, I love it. Um, and then Veronica shows Maddie how to use the camera, and she says, how do you take, how do you a, take selfie? a selfie? <laughs> and then she's like, it's too easy. <laughs> um, so we get a license plate, and we get this great uh, moment of Keith doing detective work where he's like, calls the the... I think it was like the mother of Perry or something. And then she says she won't be scammed. And, you know, she's, she, she goes to a gun club. And so she just calls the gun club, gets the bill. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I forgot. I missed, I probably missed a couple steps. Cause it was like this quick, like a montage of Keith talking to different people on the phone. Yeah. Of good. how he figured out the name of the guy of the mole guy. Yeah. Uh, Perry. Um, so uh, Keith gives a tip to Langdon about Perry, and it, he, he's, she just has no time for him at all. Like, like she's just like, get out, and then she's like, all right, call the SWAT team, <laughs> you know? Yeah, she wants to take the uh, take crap, the take the credit not for the work crap. that he did. Huh? Not take a crap. Maybe that was earlier, but yeah, take credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, I I don't know how to what to think of that. Is she a wanting to take credit because you know she's trying to look good and trying to get that promotion and move out of Neptune, or does she and Keith have some sort of history and that she doesn't want to see him around? And uh, you know, because it is very awkward when he comes in. I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Um, but you know, in the end, she he doesn't get the credit. But it could be because a she wants to take the credit, or b she doesn't like him enough to give him the credit. You know, mm-hmm. he's just annoying. Yeah, we go to that murder heads meeting, and we have uh, over Skype uh, the actor Clark Duke playing Don, uh, who really is just playing a despicable person that I just. I love the fact that uh, Penn just like hangs up on him at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. 
But this whole thing, like he says, notorious DLK, and they're like, "What is DLK?" Saying? Dead Lily Kane. Like mm-hmm. that's just to talk, like talking in front of Veronica and Logan about the Lily Kane case and the the you know, I think and taking was, away her humanity and making yeah. her just like a story like yeah. news item. Yeah, and that's what you know. But I mean, and also you know, when we were all obsessed with cereal, that's how a lot of people felt. A lot of people were so conflicted. These are people's lives, right? This is right. not just a news story to get obsessed about. And and uh, these are real people. This is somebody's, some family's daughter was was murdered. Right. I mean, there are some like uh, I'll tell you personally. Like, there's been some true crime podcasts that I've started listening to, and then I've just turned it right off and unsubscribed because. They don't treat, you know, they, they treat them like characters and they just like laugh about it. And, you know, I, I just uh, mm-hmm. I get really turned off by that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there is a lot of humor to be found in some true crime because there's some really idiotic criminals out there. But, I mean, there's some, you know, people people are murdered and stuff. It's just like, you know, don't, that's not a joke. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, tangent. Uh so Carol is one of them and gives them the tip that Gabriel's uncle is El Despiadado. Is and Carol the social media expert? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's kind of alluded to that Penn likes her. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah, and he's very uncomfortable in front of Don uh, picking on them. And uh, yeah, yeah, they get talking about uh, the Lily Kane case again and... Uh, even mentioning about, you know, it could have been Duncan uh, and the the trajectory of the ashtray, how it came from below or something. Oh, and, yeah. And then Don, Don goes as far as uh, pointing the finger at Veronica and is like, am I looking straight at her? <laughs> Which is just like, it's funny, but it's also like, you asshole. Like, oh, screw you. These are people. Uh, all right. So there's a... The next situation, you know, Maloof's dying of cigarettes, you know, not, well, not yet, but dying to, to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, sends Logan away and runs right out and gets immediately kidnapped by the rednecks. And we get this funny situation where the rednecks, like, we're waiting for um, Maloof to be saved from evil people by even eviler people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, yeah, that works out where, like, you know, Maloof is like, you know. I'll give you $100,000 if you'll kill these rednecks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we also find out that the mugger who is a PCHer was the one that was pooping in the ice machines. And uh, that's when Veronica's like, oh, that guy mugged me the other day. Keith and Logan <laughs> are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh yeah, we find out Perry blew himself up, left some sort of misogynist manifesto. Um, but it could be a whole, a whole big setup. Mm-hmm. And Veronica sees the connection between uh, these three sus- these suspects, uh, Big Dick, Clyde, and Perry, as they all were in Chino together. So maybe there was something they worked out together. Big Dick wanting reality, uh, Clyde wanting you know money, and you know. Perry being someone they pay off to because he he sent a bomb to somebody in a package or at one point or some sort of girl that girlfriend or something like that ex girlfriend. Um. So, uh, but Keith doesn't feel it. He's like, you got it. We let's take the win. You know, Perry did the bombing and everything is okay. And uh, and so we. Uh, but it doesn't sit right with Veronica. Nope. 
but uh, Clyde has offered uh, expensive therapy to Keith, and he takes it, and he's so surprised how spoiled he gets. He even gets to listen to classic rock and the CT machine, which I was wondering, can you listen to headphones while in a, uh, a scanner like that, you think? Uh, a cat scan... Like they're, CT they're, they're is, radiology, is, uh, ra- is radiation. Yeah. The, uh, there should... I don't I don't guess there's any reason why radiation would mess with uh headphones like we don't that's not something we don't do extra we don't do extra you know <laughs> if you go when you go on an MRI they put they do put ear you know earplugs in your ears because it is loud okay. but to prevent hearing damage not as like an extra uh, luxury just to prevent this just as a safety yeah. thing. Like we're not going to give you anything uh, special. Just we're going to keep you safe. We don't have to go above and beyond. We just have to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. But you, I guess you could theoretically wear, but, but you have to be able to listen to their instructions. When they tell you to take a deep breath, you got to take a deep breath and hold it. Hmm. If well, maybe through – it's chance. like Bluetooth, you know, they're like kind of like AirPods. They're not, they don't maybe, like AirPods, but – Maybe their, uh, their like radio their, uh, comes in to – you know, maybe it's connected to their speaker. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's fancy. That's luxury. We get to see Weevil and Hector. I don't know if you noticed Hector was there too. Yes, um, I remember Hector. We find out that Alonzo was, uh, is dating Weevil's sister. So, mm-hmm. ooh. And then we it's get this great, great volleyball scene, very Top Gun-ish. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Dick is getting like they're playing. They look these look like I don't know who they are, but it looks like a, the Olympic team, the Olympic <laughs> women's pair volleyball team. And then there is a huge explosion. Yeah, the the bombing that is so disturbing because you know it's so it's just so scary because it, nobody knows when or where it's going to be and and what's yeah. what was a, how that was shot it was really neat that everybody was running away from it but Veronica was running towards it yeah running towards the danger it was a great way to end the episode i just wish in the beginning of the next episode it kind of picked up from there and saw Veronica going to the scene and finding I, it doesn't seem like there's like we're not taking it like we got all this information from looking at the people that were killed in the first bombing, but it seems like there's, you know, in the next episode, and maybe it, it comes up more in the later episodes, but in the next nothing episode, comes of that they, bombing. Yeah. They're like, okay, one died, 12 injured, two critically injured, but like, it's not like, okay, who was the target in this one? You know, mm-hmm. why, why did it do this? Well, you know, um, but anyway, uh, so the next episode is Heads You Lose and is written by David Walpert. Convinced the bomber is still at large, Veronica visits Chino to learn more about Clyde and Big Dick. Mayor Dobbins requests to help from, for help from the FBI brings an old flame to Neptune. Veronica confronts her mugger. So, yeah, this episode starts off in uh, Comrade Quacks. And did you notice it's much emptier than it was before? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you're starting to think, well, maybe Nicole... Did it because of how she reacted to the the, the boy that was <coughs> the, the law student? How yeah. he um, there was a drunk girl and he was putting her face in his lap and yeah, and she was that's she beat him up with those gloves, right? And so you think, well, maybe she is the bomber, 
but then um, why would she do anything to uh, cause less uh, patronage at her bar? Yeah, yeah, because it does. It causes people not to want to come out. And meanwhile, Dick strikes out with uh, Sarah Highland uh, from Modern uh, Family. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, here's another cameo. Uh, and uh, yeah, Dick is still using Heelys all these years later. <laughs> Uh, and he's got himself a lifetime Christmas movie, and he says, "Is Rom- Romania in England?" And I was wondering if that's a Rob Thomas uh, little a Rose MacGyver reference. <laughs> I bet it is. It's, I mean, Romania of all things, you know. Uh, all right, so uh, the official story is Perry planted the bomb before blowing himself up, and they're kind of running with that. But uh, Keith does some more. Uh, Investigation. He goes and visits Chattanooga Charlie's, which is another business, and uh, they start talking do you about know, Saul. Do you know Trey Crowder? Uh, that sounds familiar. The guy who owns Chattanooga Charlie's. He is. He's from Tennessee. He's a comedian. I think he just oh. he got his he got his own um, sitcom. But he's like he's like, look, I might be from Middle Tennessee. But this Trump Trump guy's got to go. Like, oh, is he the liberal redneck? Yes. He's on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like, I didn't recognize up, him. Upending your expectations of what's going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, he says that you know Saul was their Princess Leia against Big Dick's nut, <laughs> and uh, uh, so you know the. Could could Saul have been um, the target out of all of them? You know, uh-huh. and, and and he said that uh, Big Dick wasn't buying him out. That some people right. from back home were buying him out. So that's right. But that, they look it up, and it's like a shell company or something. So uh, we need Mac. Where's Mac? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Veronica is pursuing her theory of the Chino connection. She, she goes to Chino, and we get Tim Foyle, <laughs> who. Uh, just uh, he's been making his way by writing legal motions for his fellow prisoners and uh, kind of picks on her for not advancing in life and um, and he's asking for books and he said that he, he his information is that he saw Dick and Perry uh, together so there's a connection there uh, and then oh my God then you know Ryan Devlin as uh, Mercer <laughs> is in jail. And uh, he says he knew Clyde. Ask him about the time we slept with hookers. That's what he said. Oh no! Uh, oh, ask Logan. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's he's giving Veronica such a hard time, and yeah, yeah. Ask him about that time that we went to such and such in Tijuana. Yeah. He'll think that's hilarious. You know, she called herself something, and he said, "I just say she's a good entrepreneur." <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Clyde is, you know, she learns basically the stuff we know. Clyde was uh, Big Dick's protector and conned him. And uh, Veronica thinks maybe Clyde was also working with Perry to help, uh, you know, Big Dick make more money. Kind of stuff we already know, but it was cool coming through, like Veronica learning this from these old villains that are... (laughs) Locked up, you know. It's like yeah. she went to the Arkham Asylum and taught to you know the Riddler and <laughs> Scarecrow. Uh, so, uh, so that was cool. So, oh, there was a there was this ass hat named Bryce uh, at Comrade Quack's 
uh, bar and was harassing Sarah Highland and gets kicked out. But then we see him later on the beach with a bomb collar. And mm. uh, he freaks and he's trying to pry it off. And he goes to this girl who wants to help and even calls 911. But she's a spring breaker. Like, she doesn't know anything about what's going on. No idea where they are, you know, to, to let 911 know. And, uh, you know, I was panicking. This guy running in, running off the beach into this, uh, you know, area, you know, public area. Not that there was a lot of people around, but it could have really messed some things up. But he's like being stupid and trying to pry the collar off. And uh, uh, I was, uh, I, I was immediately uh, taken aback because this absolute asshat, like then realizing the bomb's about to go off, runs back out on the beach where nobody is. Which I thought, wow, this guy's got a little bit of morality in him. Yeah. <laughs> and what a shot that had just. Uh, <laughs> it was cow. so gross, disturbing. Holy cow. So the mayor is sick of waiting, so he calls on the FBI, and uh, Lucy Lawless does not show up. Uh, but Agent Woods and Agent Leo D'Amato show up. <laughs> and. Uh, and he immediately learns about Veronica being in town, so he brings pizza to Veronica and finds Logan there. It's like, oh, this is a this is a running joke. This is a joke. You'll think this is funny. And it was <laughs> oh, like, I love yeah, jokes. Come. Let's hear the joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, there uh, Veronica goes to see the PCHers and almost like gets this he- in this huge fight with um, Juan the mugger, and get- he gets like a key in the leg. And luckily, uh, Weevil comes to the rescue. But Veronica is still very judgy. Like, well, we saw Weevil before. He was with a wife and a child. And uh, he got in this trouble because of freaking Celeste Kane. And mm-hmm. it's, instead of, you know, I don't know. I don't know I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what the blanks are because I didn't read. I read the $1,000 tan line ages ago. And I barely remember it. And I never read Kiss and Tell. So I don't know mm-hmm. if there's any Weevil stuff in there. But now Weevil is back as like the Fagin of <laughs> the PCHers, and I love that she, he's like, "What did you call me?" And and she's like, "Oh, it's you know Fagin," and he's like, "Oh no, I get the Oliver Twist reference, which was great because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, he you thought you think that he thinks he's being called like a, a bad word, <laughs> uh huh, <laughs> where he gets the Oliver Twist reference, but he doesn't mm-hmm. like." But it was the point she was making. He he was disagreeing with it. Mm-hmm. And then he says, uh, "Must be nice to have choices." So, so yeah, Veronica very surprised by Leo, and I love Logan's line here. I don't know if you remember it. <laughs> I think Piz is back there too. Piz. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Leo. Yeah, because is- it's hard to tell what Logan is thinking. Is he jealous? <laughs> Is he just giving Veronica a hard time? You know, he. I think there's a little jealousy here, but yeah, especially when he knows great. he found out about her hanging out with him, and yeah, he was referred to as a police officer or something, right? Yes, that that was the he 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 was he was like I was told that this was a, a San Diego police detective, mm-hmm. which I guess this is this is what happens during uh, Mr. Kiss and Tell. Uh, it, that story happens during that. It's a rape case, and it was uh, the sister, the little sister of what's her name that died and was being kept in the closet. I don't remember her name, but anyway, that girl ends up getting like raped, and Veronica 
uh, investigates the rape. Alana Tal's sister? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we watched all of Veronica Mars just a few months ago and yet completely erases, erased names from my head. Not that... I don't know. There's only a few things that you want to keep a hold of in your memory banks, but I guess that wasn't one of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah, so the Murderheads are kind of uh, rebelling against... Um, uh, uh, Penn because he's embarrassing them on TV, and um, and what else? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah, Keith finds Clyde's ex, and she had taken off with three hundred ninety-two thousand dollars, but she's still crazy for him. And yeah, this is the this is the weird like moral complication here because Clyde seems to definitely be involved in all this to us and to Veronica. But Keith's like giving him the benefit of the doubt. And it's yeah. almost like he's giving him the impression, you know, he's definitely being spoiled by his medical treatment. That's for sure. Yeah. Because he takes up for Clyde and then he's throwing it in Veronica's face that she is making excuses for Nicole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? Um, and uh, where are we at now? Are we at where Veronica <laughs> goes to the. Hardware store looking for the nail. Uh, not yet. Uh, almost there. Um, well, okay. So, uh, Nept- I wrote Nept- Neptune, Grand, Maloof, and Logan. Just the man we were looking for. Thank you, sweet Keith. I don't know what I, what that, that that scene was, but I've I've, I've forgotten that. But uh, Maloof has a message for from another message from the blackmailer, and that's when Keith forgets Maloof's name. And I love this whole. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, I we get this scene where it's like Maloof, his mom, Veronica, Keith, and then Logan there working as the backup, and uh, and uh, it's just like we're the of oh oh, uh, oh yeah, and Vinny, oh, Vinny, Vinny shows up, mm. and uh, uh, and he's like, oh man, I can't believe we're back together. We're the Avengers. I'm Tony Stark, Iron Man, Veronica. You could be Pepper Potts, Keith, Captain Noharica, and. Uh, and and then like later it's like you know what you need and then Logan all of a sudden from the background he's like oh, vision just got it <laughs> it's like Logan's vision I don't know I, I dig it Avengers reference um, yeah uh, uh, Logan remembered an Avenger who was bald <laughs> that's right oh <laughs> uh, that yeah it was uh, Logan went into the apartment or the bit uh, the uh, hotel room to let Maloof tell Veronica and Keith about the emailer. The guy mm-hmm. that was, um, yeah, and then that's when Logan came out and said, "Oh, Veronica, you're going to have to see this." And it was Vinny sitting there. Oh, God, I love Vinny. He's so, <laughs> he's so, he's so scummy. <laughs> I'm so worried about him. I mean, he gets the job to track down um, Odin, the ring and Dodie. Yeah, um, or track down the what the hell? Yeah, the the mother hires him. To find the ring, right? The mother hires him to find the ring, but and then, then Malou comes yeah. out and tells him, "You need to find these these Mexicans." Yeah. Also. So yeah, this is when we uh, we go to the. Um, we got, I love Leo saying that he can't believe he misses Sheriff Lamb because he's so easy to manipulate. Uh, and then he kind of jokes that he sold his body to advance his career. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, the hardware store. Uh, Veronica and Leo. Um, see Clyde. He gets uh, 
he gets a bag of something. I mean, she thinks that maybe it's the nail that ma- matches the shrapnel that Penn showed her earlier that we didn't talk about, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And they follow him to Mars Investigation. And Keith and Clyde kick back and have some drinks. And it's like... Oh, yeah. I feel like it's like... I get the giggle juice. Yeah. It's the giggle juice. <laughs> Keith is definitely... It, it seems like, you know, he's being palsy, but he's also like... Um, he's also kind of working him, I think, you know? Yeah, trying to get information yeah. from him. And you, and you think, oh, Keith, you're, you're being so gullible. And then Veronica sits on the table because she wants to see what's in that bag yes. that he got at the hardware <laughs> store. And it, I don't, it doesn't have the nails. No, it's got it, hinges. It has something else. Hinges, yeah. yeah. And then he goes to leave, and Keith, you know, pats him on the back. He leaves, and then Keith turns around. Is totally straight. He's fine. He's sober. It's- so he was kind of working up. But I love, mm-hmm. I, I you know, I didn't write any of it down. But I love the noir speak they get into after that. <laughs> oh <laughs> so yeah, funny. It kind of reminds me of like you know what what I was trying to do writing the skit for that episode of I Zombie a couple weeks ago. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, everybody, watch Eye Zombie. Okay. Um, all right. So, Happy Night Lodge. Maloof visits um, Alonzo and Dodie and says, Don't kill anyone. And he's like, Well, you're a day late and $100,000 short. And we see a video of Alonzo smiling at the camera saying, Look, Mom, I'm on TV. As as the, the two rednecks are being shot. And he's like, You bring the money? So, who knows what's going to happen with um, Maloof. Uh, Veronica and Leo are on a stakeout waiting for Clyde to come out. This is before. I just wanted to mention this because um, Leo is talking about his divorce, and you really get the idea that Leo, if if only Veronica was single, he'd be, he'd be so after her right now. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and it's like you know they got married too soon, and uh, and then Veronica kind of vents about the whole proposal thing and. It's as if he's got one on her because now he's got he's wearing the I love you more pants. But Leo coolly like says at the end, like, I think he's chill, you know? So uh, he could have taken that opportunity to just be like just throw Logan under the bus and like, Oh yeah, you're right, you shouldn't marry him, blah 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 mm-hmm. and make the case for himself. But no, he he likes Logan. He's a good guy. Leo's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, that when Leo showed up it made me nervous. That he, <laughs> that he would be, uh, that he would be a temptation, Veronica, mm-hmm. for Veronica, yeah, and come in between her and Logan, and uh, then Veronica, she needs to talk to somebody about what's going on with her and Logan, but Leo is not the person she needs to be talking to about it. Yeah, well, you know, maybe Wallace should be. Maybe she should have a talk with Wallace. Where's Wallace? Mm-hmm. Where's Wallace? That's old. Wallace is taking care of of Noah while mom is being <laughs> super high paid lawyer lady. I was just <laughs> quoting the wire. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway whatever. City, city council meeting, Big Dick speaks, and we see Max is there. He's a, he's the owner of a of a, how high are you? In sorry, how comma high are you, how are yeah how comma high are you? It's it's a pun. I love it. Um, instead of hi, how are you? Uh, yeah. uh, Penn takes the podium, and I'm immediately reminded of his amazing uh, Penn Oswalt's amazing uh, speech in Parks and Recreation. That the extended version is found online. People should watch it. It's 
like proposing like this a crossover between the Marvel Super Cinematic Universe and the X Men universe and the Star Wars universe and all these different universes, and it's really really funny. Did you see that before? I don't know. I'm sure I did. I saw all the. I saw all the Parks and Rec. I'll post. I'll post it in the. Uh, we don't want to because it's the greatest sitcom ever made. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, Penn blames Nut for the muggings, vandalism, and the bombings, and calls out Big Dick and Clyde. And uh, Big Dick gets whoo, he gets so mad it comes at him. <laughs> and then Veronica's like that mother cusser bugged our office. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a uh, dune buggy finding that actually one of the rednecks survived the shooting. Which, uh, man, Alonzo and Doty should get fired for that. Because how do you mess that up? They were on their knees in front of him and, and he, they got shot. Uh, maybe it was because Alonzo was looking, was looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, um,. I also wanted to mention that I saw Midsommar recently, and so did you, right? Yes. And uh, you could have conv- easily convinced me that um, uh, Teddy Dunn started that movie because that Alex Rayner guy looks just like Duncan through that movie. It is so funny. Hmm. <laughs> just saying. I kept on like, going, that's not... Teddy Dunn retired from acting. That That is not... No, that's the guy that was the brother in Sing Street. Sure, yeah, I remember that. But I he, he sure looked like a Duncan. And oh. some parts acted like one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely the Duncan of that movie. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, yeah, we've had we've got uh, four more episodes to talk about. We, we try to get this done in an hour, but there's just so much... So much. So much. Do you have the next four so episode good. titles pulled up in front of you? Oh, well, no, I do not. Well, what, uh, what, 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 why did you screw this up? I, I'm uh, getting it in front of me right now. Vamping. Vamping. Uh, Who's going to get to it first? Okay, I got it. <sighs> yeah. uh, losing Street. Lose, losing Streak. Not the sequel to Sing Street. Losing Streak. <laughs> Entering a World of Pain. Gods of War mm-hmm. and Years Continents Bloodshed. Oh, that is a love reference, uh, for sure. And oh, is that what he said during his uh, yeah monologue at the prom party? Yes. The, oh. Does that mean good things or bad things? Oh, I don't know. I'm scared. I am scared too. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're really loving this, and uh, I hope you folks are too. Feel free to email us either at izombiepodcast at gmail.com or we don't want to wait at gmail.com and let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we're not going to probably read any feedback, but it's good to hear from you guys. Um, we also have Facebook groups, of course. We don't want to wait on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash group slash Dawson's group. And uh, we have an iZombie Podcast Facebook group as well, Twitter's. We don't want to wait and iZombie podcast. And anyway, uh, for our iZombie people, we will be back uh, to talk about Buy Zombie, the penultimate episode written by Diane Ruggiero Wright. And for our We Don't Want to Wait people, we will be back for the last four episodes of Veronica. And also, of course, our iZombie people, that podcast will be in your feed as well. So I think we did it, Steph. First four done. We did it. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.